Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of May 23, 2021. The long wait is finally over, but we are not pleased to report that the 17-year cicadas are finally here. They were first heard in our front yard on Friday, May 21, and their constant droning is growing with every passing hour. Can't wait until they leave. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind had its spring auction this past Friday, May 21, and it was a huge success. Thirty items were on the auction block, from cookies and bourbon balls to music boxes to jewelry to technology and much, much more. If a donor specified another KCB chapter when contributing an item, that chapter received half the money raised from the sale of that item. We raised over $2,900 at the auction, with over $750 marked for sharing with Tri-State Library users, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana, and KCB Next Generation. Thanks to Michael McCarty, our outstanding auctioneer, Debbie Hazelton, who streamed for us on ACB Radio Live event, Deanna Scoggins, our describer, and Patty Cox, our host, for the 2021 GLCB auction. And thanks to all who attended, bid, and supported our auction. The Kentucky Council of the Blind sponsored its third Crossroads Training Conference this past Saturday, May 22. The topic was creating and administering rooms and clubs in the clubhouse platform and how they can be used for the benefit of our affiliates and chapters. Thanks to Jeff Bishop from Kirkland, Washington, Program Manager at Microsoft and member of the ACB Board of Directors, for providing an excellent training on this subject. As many of you know, Judy Wright was a reader for Adam and me for over 20 years. Judy was secretary of the Louisville Lions Club for over 25 years, and she was heavily involved in both the Louisville Mill High School and Louisville Butler High School alumni. Judy became ill last August, not from COVID, and passed away unexpectedly on October 6. She is missed in so many ways. The Louisville Downtown Lions Club nominated her to the Kentucky Lions Hall of Fame, and we are very pleased to report that she was inducted into the Hall of Fame this past Saturday, May 22. All of the following events are virtual. Participate from your computer, cell phone, or landline on Zoom by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering code 862-9889-6972. The Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation Chapter will hold its next Zoom activity on Thursday, May 27 at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. For more information about KCB Next Generation, contact Ben Wright, Next Gen President, at 734-968-8211. There's a change in the roundabout schedule for Friday, May 28. Normally, we have page-turners on the fourth Friday of the month. This month, however, we have invited Janet Dickelman, ACB Convention Coordinator, 
to come to Roundabout and answer your specific questions about registration, the upcoming ACB convention, etc. Roundabout is 7.30 to 9.30 Eastern Time on the Zoom line, and all are welcome. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have a board meeting on Tuesday, June 1 at 8 p.m. on the Zoom line. KCCLV's next Low Vision Support Group is on Wednesday, June 2 at 7.30 p.m. also on the Zoom line. The special guests at Roundabout on June 4 are Connie Sims, President of the South Dakota Association of the Blind, and Pat Sheehan and Jeff Tom from the ACB Board of Directors. All three have been involved very much on the upcoming ACB election planning for the National Convention in July, and they'll be with us at Roundabout to answer questions about the voting process and how every single member of ACB can be involved. This is a great chance for everyone to learn more about the ACB voting process and how the ACB Board and Board of Publications is constituted. Be sure to be there to get to know more about your organization. ACB families will hold a business meeting on Sunday, June 6 at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Zoom line and all are welcome. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, KCB's chapter in Owensboro, will hold its June meeting on Tuesday, June 8 from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time, also on the Zoom line. For more information about Savvy, call Cheryl Lott, Savvy President, at 270-686-8689. Come roar with ACB Lions on Thursday, June 3 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. This is the Lions Monthly Conference Call. It provides all Lions and those interested in Lionism with an opportunity to learn more about what Lions is all about and the things that we are working on in our Lions ACB affiliate. The conference number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 842-3825-0700. If you need a passcode, it's 172616. The Bluegrass Council of the Blind will hold its next quarterly membership meeting on Sunday, June 6th at the BCB office, 1093 South Broadway in Lexington. A picnic lunch will be served before the meeting. You must be a BCB member to attend, and advanced reservations are required. Call the BCB office at 859-259-1834 to sign up. Applications for the $1,000 KCB 2021 scholarship are due by June 1. Time is running out to apply, so find out how you can apply by visiting the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org or call the KCB office at 502-895-4598. From GHACS Technology News comes the following information. Learn keyboard shortcuts for popular programs and practice the combinations with Key Combiner. Keyboard shortcuts can help you work faster, thus increasing your productivity. Key Combiner is a free desktop program and website 
that can help you learn the keyboard shortcuts for popular programs and also practice them. Note, you'll need to sign up for a free account before using the website or the desktop program, which is available for Windows, Linux, and Mac. Key Combiner's interface has two panes, a sidebar with various options and a large pane that displays the contents of the page selected in the side panel. The dashboard is sort of home screen. It has one collection for you to get started. A collection is a list of shortcuts for a set of programs like browsers, editors, mail, windows, media, etc. The default one, Essential Collection, lists the basic shortcuts commonly used by many programs such as Control-O for Open Files, Control-S for Save, Control-Z or Y to undo or redo an action, etc. Click the three-dot button in the top right corner to switch between Windows and Linux and Mac's OS keyboards. You can add or remove your own hotkeys. Once you are familiar with the list, you may want to start practicing the combos. Click the practice button at the top of the page to start the test with all shortcuts or highlight a few shortcuts and click the practice selection button. Key Combiner will display a set of commands on the screen and you'll need to use the corresponding shortcut, such as if it shows copy, you have to press Ctrl-C. The program gives you a hint on which key to press if you haven't pressed a key for a few seconds. If you use the wrong keys, it will be taken as an error, but it still lets you fix the mistake. It's okay to get the answers wrong because it's all part of the learning process. The test runs for a minute, after which you will be scored based on the number of combinations used per minute, the percentage of the combos you got right, etc. Scroll down the screen to see which shortcuts you mistyped, the ones you were most confident about, etc. There is a cool graph that shows you the details. You can view your past performance from the statistics section, graph bars icon, or the collections page. Now that you're fairly familiar with the basics, it's time to crank up a notch. Click on the public option under collections in the sidebar, scroll the list, or use the search bar to find a program that you use and add it to your collection. Firefox is used for this example. Add it to your collection. Key Combiner does not allow you to subscribe to a collection with a single click. Instead, you'll need to select the shortcuts that you want and add them to your personal collection. This can be a bit tedious, but it works. The Vim shortcuts, for example, can be very handy if they are used in a number of applications and browser extensions. That's not all that Key Combiner does. It has an instant lookup feature that functions like a cheat sheet. Say you're working with a specific program and you need a list of shortcuts for it. Press the hotkey Windows plus Alt plus C. You can change it from any file menu. 
It brings up KeyCombiner's instant lookup window. It automatically recognizes the program you are working with and displays the relevant shortcuts. Use the search bar to find a specific keyboard combo that you want. KeyCombiner is an excellent way to get used to keyboard shortcuts. You can use it to learn shortcuts for a ton of programs and services like Explorer, Command Prompt, Edge, Safari, Vivaldi, VLC, Excel, Word, Gmail, etc. A premium tier of the program is available with some extra features, but the free version should suffice for most people. The program does not work offline. It is a web-based wrapper for the website, which is the biggest con of the program, that and the mandatory account registration. And the website is https colon slash slash www.ghacks dot net slash 2021 slash je slash ba slash learn dash keyboard dash shortcuts dash four dash popular dash programs dash and dash practice dash the dash combinations dash with dash key combiner spelled k-e-y-c-o-m-b-i-n-e-r this is provided by david goldfield assistive technology specialist at www.davidgoldfield.info. Video for airlines and airports to assist travelers who are visually impaired. The Seeing Eye and Guide Dogs for the Blind have partnered with United Airlines and Alaska Airlines on the production of a training video for airport and airline employees around the country. Now that summer travel is picking up for the first time since the pandemic, the information in this video is particularly important for airport personnel. The purpose of the video is to demonstrate best practices for assisting blind and visually impaired people, in particular guide dog handlers, as they navigate each step of the air travel process. The video plays special emphasis on how to maintain social distancing, protocols while assisting travelers who are blind or visually impaired. You can view the audio described version of the video at https colon slash slash vimeo v-i-m-e-o dot com slash five four seven seven three four two eight one. To read the press release about this initiative, visit https colon slash slash tinyurl t-i-n-y-u-r-l dot com slash five f as in frog r s as in sam three six four seven it's been very busy around kcb this week what with the auction and crossroads and many other activities and we have been unable to prepare a new page two for you so we are rerunning Janet Dickelman's interview from last week since it is still very timely and registration for the ACB convention has just opened. 
We hope that you have enjoyed this week's sound prints, and we hope that you'll be back with us next week for another edition of Sound Prints from the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Thanks for listening. Page two. Janet Dickelman is the ACB coordinator from St. Paul, Minnesota, and she's been with us many times on Sound Prints over the years. By the way, Janet, this show begins our 20th year of Soundprint. Wow, so, congratulations. That's just amazing. I mean, boy, what the, amount, the changes you must have seen in the last 20 years as far as putting Soundprints together. Well, yes. That first Soundprint was uh, at a radio station, and we, of course, just recorded it. Adam recorded it on cassette, and we weren't anywhere but the radio station at the time. And so it was um, it was really different. <laughs> Go back and listen to them, those old shows, and they really sound much different than they do today. So, And now you're and, all in the place. Yes. And the first person, one of the first people on Sound Prince was Jim Shaw. Oh, Jim Shaw. Everybody's buddy, Jim Shaw. So. Oh, I know. He was president of KCB at the time so he, you know um, I still think about him on occasion and, and miss that guy he was if you knew Jim to know Jim was to love him that's right that's right and all the people that he touched all oh. over the country not just with ACB but with social security with social security and yeah. you know just with just with being Jim yes and yeah. all the all the and he loved his food. Oh my gosh, he just loved to go out to dinner. Lunch, we used to have a segment on Sound Friends. He started doing restaurant reviews. Uh, oh, maybe <laughs> four or five years into Sound Friends, and um, the person who was producing for us at the time at the radio station, uh, after Jim did like one segment or something, the next time Jim was on. And we actually started doing that about once a month with Jim and his restaurant reviews. And they weren't always from Louisville either. He would sometimes do restaurant reviews from other cities. And um, so the the person that was producing for us, a guy named Jim Finn, who also is visually impaired and, and works for, still works for iHeartMedia, he would, he started playing uh, on the, on the road, on the road again. Oh, the Willie Nelson on the road yeah. again. And so we called the segment On the Road with Jim. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be so fun to hear one of those. Oh, we'll, we'll have to get it out and play it, you know. I, yeah. 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 So maybe we'll, maybe we'll put it into the Stamford. So I'll let you know. There you go. All right. Yeah. Do. Uh, All right. All right. I guess we should. I, I could sit here and talk about Jim for the whole half hour, but I guess we should talk conventions since that's why you, I know. That's I why you invited should. me here and, you know. <laughs> well, so we are um, going to be talking for the next few minutes about the upcoming ACB convention, 2021 Conference and Convention, which is, of course, virtual again this year. And the dates are July 16 to July 23. That's but correct. But pre-registration opens here in a few days. It so, will open on Thursday, May 20th. So, and, Janet, bring us up to date a little bit on what's been going right. on. And registration will open, as I said, Thursday, May 20th at 
7 a.m. Eastern Time. So the first question people sometimes ask me is, well, why should I register for a virtual convention? You know, I can listen on ACB radio if I want to just do that. And yes, that's, that's very true that you can. However, we really do hope you'll register for the convention, and here's why. Registration is only $25, which considering all the events that we have is an amazingly low price. And registration will get you a lot of fun perks. First of all, you are eligible to win door prizes. And we always have a lot of good door prizes. And especially in virtual world, I know from the door prizes that I've been hearing about thus far, a lot of cash prizes, which who doesn't want some cold, hard cash as a door prize? And if your name is selected, under normal circumstances at in-person conventions, if your name is selected, you have to be in general session to win that door prize. Otherwise, we pull another name. Uh, in a virtual convention, if I pull your name, then you get that door prize. You don't have to respond. So you have the option of door prizes. You have the option of helping out your favorite special interest, ACB special interest affiliates or affiliates with their convention registration fees. And this is not membership, but it helps you, helps them with their registration fees. And I happen to know that Many special interest affiliates, as part of their registration, are entering people into door prize drawings. It does help out the affiliates, and they love to know who is interested in their affiliates, so that you know down the road they may be reaching out to you just to see if you're interested in becoming a member or want some more information. So that's very helpful for the affiliates. You can also be a convention sponsor with ACB if you'd like to. The first Monday morning at opening general session, all the individual sponsors' names will be read, and they will also be in the convention newspaper every day. And sponsorships are anywhere from $25 to $500 for individual sponsors. So we love our sponsors. You can also, the, the greatest thing about registering for the convention, in my estimation, though, is every evening you will receive an email, and that will give you the Zoom links for all of the sessions that are going to happen the next day. So you don't have to make a selection of a particular session. But if you're looking down the list of sessions and you say, oh, ACB Families has summer camp sessions tomorrow. I want to go to that. Oh, and here's the Zoom link. So I can just pop right into Zoom and join the session. So that is a great perk of registering. You can also purchase items that are highlighted by the ACB Mini Mall on the registration form. You can purchase your 2021 convention pin or your 2021 convention t-shirt or you can buy a Braille Forum raffle ticket. And the raffle tickets help support the cost for the ACB Braille Forum. The tickets are $50 a, purse, a, a ticket. However, you can purchase a ticket and share it with up to four other friends, if you'd like. And the prizes for the Braille Forum raffle are third prize, $500, first prize, 1000 and 
uh, second prize a thousand, sorry, and first prize is five thousand dollars. So, and you can also, as an affiliate, you can purchase a raffle ticket for your affiliate. You'd have to call our Minneapolis office, and they'd take care of that for you. And wouldn't it be great to have a, a infusion of five thousand dollars cash for your affiliate or yourself? Yes, absolutely. You can also sign up for the walk. Yes, you can sign up for the ECB walk at $25. I I know many of you are from, from Kentucky, and I'm, I know Kentucky has a team, but there also is this little team that just keeps buzzing <laughs> around called the Minnesota Mosquitoes, and you're welcome to join us, too, if you'd like. Yes, and actually, if you want, if you want to support more than one team, you can sign up for yeah. more than to walk for more than one team. You can, yeah. If if you want to do that, you can't do that on the registration form. No, you'd have to call the Brooklyn Center office for that. But right, right. So Janet, here's all the things to register for, and um, and then there's all of these events that are coming up. Hundreds of things yep. to do during the week. Just amazing. From morning until night, we will keep you busy we will. For, that, for that whole week. At any given time, other than opposite general sessions, at any given time, we will have generally six activities going on, plus our audio described tour channel, which is going to be, and we'll get a listing out to you, to everyone about this. But each day, we're going to have a selection of audio described tours, and they will change each day, so we will have eight days of tours that you can listen to. And depending, I believe it's going to be six hours of tours, and then they'll repeat several times during the day. And then everything that ACB produces during this convention, if you're a podcast person, it's going to be out there as podcasts also. Mm-hmm. So I know it's really hard when you see all these events and you think, how am I ever going to choose? Well, you don't have to choose. You can decide where you want to be at that time, especially if you want to participate in an event, maybe by asking questions. You might want to go to a particular event's Zoom room. But if you, but down the road, you can listen to them as podcasts. I know people who will listen to one event on Zoom and have another event going on ACB radio on their Lady A device or their Victor Stream. So if you yes. if you have multitasking ears, you can do that. Yes, and the other thing is if you don't have all of these ways to listen, on the registration form you can purchase and an well last year it was an NLS cartridge, but it's also now available uh, going to, on a flash drive or an SD card. Yep. You can purchase a um, a all copy these sessions, of all the sessions, all, all the, the podcasts sessions. of all the sessions. Yes. Now, one caution: it takes a long time, uh, several months, to put all of that information together. So you're not mm-hmm. going to get it the day after the convention. No. So no. please understand. You won't get it in August. I mean, no, you but, will probably get it in December. It might be you can put it in your Chris, put it in, buy it for someone and put it in their Christmas stocking, maybe. Right, right. But it will include all of the information from the convention that that is is recorded. So oh, very good. And the other perk about registering for the convention that I neglected to mention is you can select 
your option for the convention program. And if you want to have that program in, heart, in Braille, if you want to have that program in large print, you just select that on the registration and they will be sent to you. Um, the programs will be UPS to use, so registration closes on June 28th, and one of the reasons it closes is so that we can make sure anyone who requested a printer Braille program gets on the list for their distribution and gets them in time for the convention. So that is another reason to register, because I know a lot of people really still like to have that hard copy Braille and or the, the print program. Of course, the program will also be available um, as an email attachment. It'll be on our website and you can download it. And it will also be recorded and available on um, NFB Newsline and also on um, ACB's telephone system. Yes. So there's many, many ways to get involved. And um, there are so many sessions. This year, when we started out planning this year, and we had all of these spaces and we said, uh, oh, there's going to be five channels for information on ACB radio for sessions. And then there'll be the tour channel. And, and the exhibit hall. Oh, yeah. And we thought, gosh, there's just so many spaces that we'll never fill this up. Yeah. And. So All of a sudden, it obviously got filled up because now we're having six channels instead yep. of five. I, I I went to ACB Radio and I said, okay, I think I need another channel. And I could probably have used a couple more channels, but I didn't want to have too many sessions going on, too many concurrent things. But everything is going to be streamed on ACB Radio with the exception of a few affiliate business meetings, and some of the mixers aren't going to be streamed. But everything else is also out there on ACB Radio for your listening pleasure, if you prefer going in that way rather than joining via Zoom. Yes. So hit a few highlights for us. All right. Tell us some of the things that we'll want to watch out for. And, um, you know, I know some people that even though it's virtual, uh, they've already taken off that whole week from work to be sure they don't miss anything. Other people aren't able to do that. They'll be trying to hit the highlights and maybe pop in with pop podcasts later on. Tell, tell us some of the highlights that just kind of stick out for you as you're thinking about You know, this is, this is the hardest part of what I do because I've got, you know, 132 sessions, and I, I'd like to highlight all of them, and I can't, obviously. So I, I will just go through a few things. Uh, first of all, our banquet Thursday evening is with Peter Sagel, who is the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And anybody who listens to him on NPR knows what a great comedic news person he is and what a great interview he will be. And he's also a runner. And one of the things that he has done is Done, been a guide for blind runners, and he was in the um, ran in the Boston Marathon with a runner uh, the year that there was the bombing, and crossed the finish line and was about a block away from where the bombing occurred. So I know he's going to talk a little bit about that. Um, each evening we're having what we call an evening with ACB. Friday night we have our tradition of doing our ACB 
Film Night, which is the Academy Award-winning film for the for that year. So the 2021 Academy Award-winning film was Shadowland, which I know has really gotten a lot of press and interest about people basically living in their vans and traveling around. And that's the premise of Shadowland. And, of course, that will be an audio description. And after the movie, we will have the Friends in Art Showcase, which is always a wonderful chance to hear. ACB has a lot of talent, and it will be recorded. So Friends in Art is taking additions now, and we'll get the best of the best out to you. Tuesday, Saturday evening is a segment called Get Up and Get Moving, and that will talk about many things. It'll talk about advocating. It'll talk about exercise. It'll talk about basically the, the whole person and how to, how to get involved in your, in your community um, health-wise and advocacy-wise. Monday evening is our audio description industry updates. And I have to look at the program. I believe we now have Ten, eight or ten people who are going to be presenting about audio description. And we have H people from HBO. We have Disney. We have NBC Comcast. We have um, someone from Hulu, I believe. We have all the industries that uh, Netflix, everyone who provides audio description. We have someone from that company who will talk to us about what they are doing to enhance the audio description opportunities for everyone. And this is really a big deal, getting all of these companies to come and join ACB for an evening of updates. Tuesday evening is our auction, which is always very popular. And, of course, being a virtual auction, you can bid or buy from anywhere. And you just have to come in under the Zoom link for the auction. And raise, when they call for raised hands, you raise your hand and make your bid. And you don't have to do any traveling to get to the convention. So all that extra money you can use towards buying auction items. On Wednesday, we will have our um, ACB Financial Freedom. And this is going to be very interesting because this is something I don't do enough of, but it's going to give a lot of opportunities and advice on how to stay on top of your finances, regardless of what your finances are, by doing things more online and being a savvier investor and just keeping track of what you have, regardless of the amount of it, of your finances. So that's going to be an interesting session. Thursday will be our banquet. And Friday evening is the opening ceremonies of the Olympics in Tokyo. And we have gotten permission from NBC Comcast to have the stream of the opening ceremonies of the Olympics with the video and audio description. We are going to be playing that in our Zoom room and um, the audio on ACB radio. And this is... You know, for anyone who likes the Olympics or anyone who likes audio description, this is going to be a, a ma an amazing opportunity. And prior to that, we're going to have a kind of a opening ceremonies watch party where I believe we're going to have one of the 
describers is going to come on and talk to us about how they describe the Olympics. We're going to have some para-Olympians um, talking about their adventures in as at the Olympics and how that worked for them, and a few other people speaking about the Olympic experiences. I believe we've got a gold ball team talking. So that's going to be um, our final Friday event. Of course, we have our general sessions in the morning. Uh, opening session is Sunday evening, and then daily sessions will be Monday through Friday. This year, we're going to be doing elections virtually. So this is going to be interesting. And you've had people on Sound Prince, Carla, talking about elections? Yes. And we will have other uh, people as we get closer to also uh, talk about that process. It is exciting to be able to have the elections this year. And um, there, there's going to be yes. a lot of them because we're basically doing voting for two years. We're doing what we should have done last year plus what is regularly scheduled for this year. And uh, so we'll be probably doing elections yes, every day. we will. We're going to start on Monday. And if needed, we may even have a Saturday, July 24th additional election time, you know, because this is, this is a first for all of us. And, you know, are there going to be a few wrinkles along the way? Probably. And, of course, we don't know how many contested elections we're going to have or if we have any runoff. So it's all, it's all going to be a learning experience for all of us. We hope that people will participate for years. There's been a lot of talk about we want to be able to have uh, remote voting. This is and your chance. People said, this oh, is your chance, everybody. Th this is your opportunity. So if you're a person who's been out there and has been saying, well, I can't go to convention and so, so I don't get I really vote. want remote voting, well, now's your chance. Yeah. Now you need to, to be there and, and do it. And uh, it, this will be an opportunity to participate in every election. There's uh, going to be five officers elected. That would have happened last year. Five directors elected. No, let's no, see. Four. It would have been directors last year. Five directors yes. last year. Then five officers, five officers are up for year. election this year, plus the three BOP positions, yep. which would have been last year. So, so 13. 13, yep. Yes. So it's going to be fun. Um, just a reminder, I know you're going to have somebody talk about elections, but everyone is going to receive a unique voter code. And if we have an email address for you, that will be coming via email to you. If you don't, have, if we don't have an email address, we will be sending it out to you in both Braille and large print, and that will be coming out the Braille large print probably the very end of June, beginning of July, and then the email shortly thereafter. So watch for this and make sure you keep your unique voter ID code because you're going to need it for every election. And we are going to have a mock election, um, just so we can try everything out and everybody can go in and vote and see see how the process works. One thing that I should have said before we, when we were talking about registration, to make it easier for everyone to register, first of all, let me digress a bit. ACB has a lot of 
different parts as far as how we store data. We have our donor perfect where we put where we keep um, our donations and we keep our members. We have AMMS where affiliates and store their members and certify their members. Then we have the convention registration. We have other different registrations. So what we're trying to do is consolidate all of this so that everyone has just one username and one password. So what we are asking everyone to do is prior to registration opening, we said by May 15th, but if you haven't done it, I know this won't be airing until Sunday, so if you don't do it right away, if you're hearing this and haven't done it, you still have the opportunity to go to members, M-E-M-B-E-R-S dot A-C-B dot O-R-G, and it'll ask you to create an account. You'll go in there, you'll put your name, you'll, you'll set up a username and password. We ask for your email, your phone numbers, your address. Then there's a couple of other optional questions that we're asking. Um, and the reason we're asking those is that is these are information that people who, if we're writing for grants, if we're looking for grants, a lot of entities that provide grants want this statistical data. So there are questions about your gender, your ethnicity, if you're a U.S. citizen. They are not mandatory. You can always say choose not to answer, but they are on here. And then you will go and create an account. And that will facilitate your registration ability. So when you're ready to register, all we need from you is your username and your password, and we can get you registered very quickly and easily. And as far as registration is concerned, if you need assistance registering, we're happy to help you. I have several people who are helping with telephone registrations. We just need you to, you can go online if you're able to do that at acbconvention.org. And there is a link to sign up for your registration that will be available on May 20th at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, or you can even go in there now, and there is a link, and you can browse the sessions, so you can look and see what all the sessions are going to be, and kind of, you know, make your, your tentative plans. If you want help over the phone to register, you would be calling me, and I will be happy to put you on the list for registration, and either one of my convention registration telephone people or myself will call you back to register you. And the phone number to do that is 651-428-5059. I think one thing we need to let people know is that this year you do not have to select individual sessions. Nope. Um, but when you register, I mean, you could just register and skip all of that and complete your registration. But the registration list, all of these 132 sessions plus, um, gives you a wealth of information about what is happening each, each day. Yep. Yes, and they're arranged by time. And so you'll want to look at that information and, and make yourself a schedule so that you don't miss the things that you want to do. Now, you'll be getting a program 
but this is a chance for you to get a head start on that process. And the other thing that we want to, to let everybody know is there also has been a change in how you purchase um, continuing education and professional development hours and credits. Yes, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to let Carla talk about that because she's been she's been key uh, in this initiative, and so I'm going to let her just talk a little bit about CEUs and uh, what we what we're doing this year. In the past, each year you have had to purchase a specific continuing ed credit, and beginning last year, professional development hour, if that's what you were interested in, instead of the CEs. You had to purchase that specific credit for a particular session that you were interested so in. So you had to find the session. You had to click on the session. You had to go in and say, this is the session that I want for continuing education. Right. Not anymore. Now, no. Um, last year, we, we sort of tried this out because um, the, new, the new system is called a flex credit. And what we did last year was for the first time offer flex credit for things like part of the general sessions, for things that were added to the list after registration. So there were a number of opportunities, and many of them did not lend themselves to offering a, a whole credit. So before the convention, we posted a, a list of additional credits, and people could just purchase a block of flex credits, uh, two hours or three hours, whatever they thought they would need, and then they could use them where they found them to be most helpful. Uh, they could, for example, use the flex credit for a particular tour that would be uh, meaningful to their field of, of work. It they may be could, a museum or a, right. well, I mean, there's a wealth of. Right, right. They could also use them for some of the exhibitor presentations. Normally at an in-person convention, you cannot earn um, continuing ed credits for time in the exhibit hall because there's not a way to track that. But at the in a virtual convention or a virtual environment, you can offer credits for those presentations because uh, the exhibitor makes the presentation about their product and so we can add the codes that are needed to that presentation and it becomes something for which you can earn a continuing ed or a professional development credit. So this year the whole system is flex credit and you go in and look at the list of, of fields uh, it will be the same list as you're looking at for the just the general registration. You'll be able to click on a uh, button that lets you get a little more information about the session and get some information for continuing ed. And then you can decide if that's a session that would be of interest to you. When all of that is, is done, you then can purchase on that registration form, let's say you find five things that you would like to get credits for, or 10, or you say, oh, I'd like to have um, professional development hours for, for the, all of the audio description uh, projects or whatever. And, and you can just add those up, 
purchase your credits for those and your registration and for, your, for your continuing ed is done. The neat thing is between the time you register and you get to the convention, let's say that other stuff comes up and you go back and you look at the updates and the programming and so on and you say, golly, I, I bought five credits, but I sure would like to go to whatever. Maybe I, I, I won't be able to, to attend one that I bought a credit for, but I'll be able to do this other activity over here. You can change that without having to make any change in your registration because you have purchased five credits. And all you do is collect the information that you're supposed to collect on each of those sessions, put them on your report that you turn in at the end, and you're done. If you, instead of attending five sessions, you went to eight, you turn in your eight credits, um, ACB contacts you and you pay for the other three credits, and so now you, and you get your certificate. Yes, you get the certificate. Um, you are then responsible for taking that certificate, turning that into the correct entity that's going to award your continuing education in the case of the CEs, that's um, ACBREP, and uh, if it's professional development hours, you would take that to your employer, and hopefully you would have checked with them in the, uh, you know, before the fact. <laughs> to make sure they'll award professional development hours yes. for what you're doing. Yes, yes. exactly. But, or you can just keep that for yourself and put that up on your alumni wall and say, these are the things I've done, and add Add to your resume after yep. professional development hours and Always in, whatever in fields in that area. Yes. yes. So it's it's a very we think a much easier process yes. than what we've done in the past. Much more flexible. If you have questions about continuing education, uh, give me a call and I'll be happy to discuss it with you. We are using the following number for continuing education again this year. It's eight seven seven. 6307190 Thank you Carla continuing education guru that you are <laughs> yep. Well Janet there's there's just so much um, going I, on with the I, convention I would really encourage you to go in even now and browse the registration and see what's up there because it's so much fun to see all the things that we have going and I, I mean we have transportation and environmental access committee has several days of wonderful things about traveling audible, audible pedestrian signals and safety um, di ACB diabetics has a whole several day session on living life with diabetes. I mean the yeah, teacher I mean, I, every day. There is yes, I can't even I don't even like to highlight because I'm gonna miss out on so many things that are out there. So we've just got yes. so much going and if you have any questions, please feel free to call me. Again, my number is six five one four two eight five zero five nine or you can email me at Janet, J-A-N-E-T, dot Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N, at gmail.com. And if you're not on the convention email announced list, you can send a blank email to 
ACB convention plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. So ACB convention plus subscribe at acblists.org. I'm always happy to answer your questions, and um, so feel free to reach out and Make sure you register, set up your user account if you haven't already. If you signed up for the holiday, um, ACB radio holiday auction, you already have a user account. If you don't know if you have an account or not, call me. I'll look it up for you. Okay. Well, thank All you right. so well, much. Carla, thank you for having mm-hmm. me as always. Enjoyed being on Soundprint. And I hope that everyone enjoys their uh, 2021 ACB Virtual Conference and Convention. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Take care. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.